an African story formerly produced for radio, presented and read by Richard Nichols. Bob does not hear from his brother as the poaching ring keeps Fred busy, but no one had any clue that Fred was moving between England and SA. It was on one of his trips that he met up with Wendy while in South Africa in an area 80 kilometers away from Bob. This is when he came across the information about two young ladies with the surname Smith who had been put up for adoption and the lady in the bar in 2007 was one of a twin that just happened to have the same surname Smith as Linda and was a splitting image. Fred had a home in Botswana and Penny lived there. He would use the home as a base for poaching operations at the time of his divorce. Penny, now his ex-wife, was still staying there. Her relationship with Ken did not last. By 2007, Fred had put a plan in action to have Linda grabbed from the house. Within a year of planning, Linda was kidnapped outside the school after dropping Peter off on the 14th of February 2008. Wendy was put in her place on the same day and by 2014 married Fred in what was described as an undercover wedding by the rest of the poaching fraternity. The real Linda on October of 2012 was in prison in Angola and the plan to frame her worked well as bribes were paid to people within the Angolan authorities to keep her out the way. The day that the news came that Wendy was killed in the car, he had no choice but to visit Bob as the directorship for him was on the cards and he could use the time to gain Bob's trust and see that the purchase of the plane would go ahead as planned. This would have facilitated the broadening of poaching of animals from the park. Back to the present time. A new day for Robertson. As midday reaches and no general platter and the pathology lab have got DNA that could be used to confirm that Wendy and Linda were now the two young ladies born in 1966 whose parents have possibly been identified as John and Judy Smith. That afternoon Linda was contacted by the lab to give a blood sample. She agreed to have it done. An appointment for Linda was made for the next day and by 10 in the morning the sample was in the lab. Both Kemp and Zondi have now returned to the station and Captain Zondi has to move around on crutches. At the park office Linda has made herself some coffee and is keeping Jim and Jan on the go, needing help to get her life back on track as she now has no family around her as Bob and Peter have disappeared from the area and no one has a clue what happened. As she takes her last sip of coffee, the phone rings. May I ask who is speaking? Asks Jan in a strong, firm tone of voice. It was a young lady on the line with a soft but firm voice. I can confirm that we have Peter and Bob Winters in custody and you have been warned. Do not contact the police or they will die. Our demands are hand over the plane that is for the park and an amount of money in the amount of 20 million rands by tomorrow. 
The phone was put down and Jim tells Linda and Jan what was said. All now are hopeful that they will get them back again. But how? Later that day the results from the test come in and a report is given to Robertson and Zondi, who will be the one to pass the information on to Linda. Kemp will drive Zondi to the park office at midday and the Wendy Linda case shall be over for good. You've been listening to an episode of African Story, read and written by Richard Nichols. Join me again for another exciting installment of African Story coming soon.